Today's episode was brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the easiest way to create a beautiful website, blog, or online store for you and your ideas. Squarespace features an elegant interface, beautiful templates, and incredible 24-7 customer support. Try Squarespace at squarespace.com and enter offer code QUALITY at checkout to get 10% off. Squarespace. Build it beautiful. My name is Justin McElroy. My guest this week is Griffin McElroy here to talk about his review of Galaxy. This is Quality Control. Actually, I think it's actually pronounced Galaxy. Galaxy. Welcome to the program, Griffin. I've seen actually a lot of people uh, comment from um, from the Isles, which is what I call any country that's not America. They that it's lost on them. The pun is lost on them because they say Galaxy. Yeah, it doesn't really click the same way, does it? Just a little fun fact to start the show off with. That's the kind of energy I wanted to bring to today's recording. Uh, Griffin, Galaxy. Yeah. Gallic Z. And what's the subtitle? Do you remember, do you know? The Dimensional. The the Dimensional. Um, this is a a, uh, a I guess a sort of a, a rogue like I guess you could loosely apply uh, that 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 term. Although it's become I think less useful as a genre descriptor over the past couple of years. Yeah, especially since like uh, it's, it's it's become so muddied, right? Like you would call Spelunky a rogue like, but Spelunky is like a pretty profoundly different game from like the traditional sort of action rpg roguelikes like roguelike platformer is how i describe spelunky galaxy is a roguelike space shooter again even galaxy has some some problems there because it's not really a twin stick shooter it's not really a bullet hell shooter so like it it is what it is it is what it is yeah. The most, the the biggest takeaway I think uh, is from your review that is that it's stressful. It's it's not an easy game, I would say. No, and it's stressful. It, it, it delivers that stress in sort of the same way that Spelunky does, in that there are just so many different things that are threatening to kill you at any given time. Um, there's not just like there's not one point of friction, right? There's not one point of difficulty. There's like hundreds. There's hundreds of of terrible things happening to you all at once, and if you try to react to all of them in the exact same way, then you're gonna lose. That's where the stress comes in. Is you you know that you constantly need to adapt and change, and that you can never ever be too comfortable. And I think that's something that that roguelike games are pretty uh, uh, adept at delivering. I, I think it's uh, it's interesting. You mentioned your experience of when you first started playing in your review, and it mirrored mine. So I'm hoping you can go into it a bit more. Um, you talk about how the first time that you die in Galaxy, um, you felt like it was too much. You know, it's it's not like a Spelunky run or a Rogue Legacy run that that can be relatively brief. The missions and and stuff you have to accomplish in Galaxy are are fairly significant and meaty. Um, the first time I died, I thought, and I started back at the beginning. I thought, well, that can't be right. Certainly, yeah. certainly, I've done something wrong here. Um, can you talk a little bit about that and how your sort of perception about how it's structured and how your perception of that evolved? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I would even if you're like a, a diehard roguelike fan, I imagine the first time you die in Galaxy, you're gonna feel 
cheated a little bit just because those missions. So the way it's split up is there are five seasons, um, only four of which are available now. The fifth will launch alongside the PC version of the game for free. Uh, and each season is five episodes long. And each episode sort of constitutes a, a mission where you go into a, a randomized dungeon with a randomized objective. Uh, you go in there and do it. You, you get out to the warp, warp point. Uh, those can take you usually about like eight to ten minutes is, is my average. So if you die in episode five, that's like 45 minutes of, of time that you've lost uh, which is like a pretty significant chunk of, of game time to just like flush down the toilet. In Spelunky, yeah, you die, but at least like your your run probably only lasted like ten minutes total. Right. Um. So so that's really jarring. The the way that Galaxy gets away with it is, and and it's a tricky needle to thread. And I think conceptually, it's probably the needle that all roguelikes like I, ideally would like to thread. Is like it it is a game about that stress. It is a game about the pressure of not dying and having a steep punishment for that is is in entirely like the the point and it gets away it gets away with it because like every time you die you really do learn a little bit more about how to survive i know it seems like cheesy or maybe obvious but like that it's a really complex game there's a lot of really complex relationships between like the different environmental objects and uh the, the different enemy factions and the different upgrades. Um, th- there's a lot of ways that you can, uh, there's, there's a lot of strategies that you can use and you learn a few every time you play. Um, it also does a smart roguelike thing of there are these blueprints you can find and those are permanent across deaths. So you find these blueprints and then these these upgrades are gonna start showing up in the store that you can find uh, before and, and during each mission. So it, well, it gets away with it. It's interesting for me as I played through. I'm only through the first season now, um, but I I think I actually only died one time getting through the first season. But it's it was so sort of like demoralizing that it like rather than a game like Spelunky, which I think encourages you to practice and practice and practice and get really good, it feels like f- with um, Galaxy, and tell me if I'm wrong here, because you've always played way more than me. But it's more about like the the threat of death, because you know how what a kick in the pants it is that it forces you to play smarter and to be smarter about it. Yeah, I mean that is that is being being smart is entirely the the that's the, for me that was the main joy of Galaxy. I feel like Galaxy, and in a lot of ways, again mirroring Spelunky. Um, I, I feel like there's like one way that you think you know how to play it when you start playing, right? And you play it like a pretty straight up space shooter. You fly and you see a ship and then you shoot it. You can fly away from that ship and keep shooting it. Shoot it with missiles if it's a tough ship. And then that's it. That's like the extent of your strategy. Um, and then it, it takes a couple deaths, but it, it you realize like, oh my God, there's so much more stuff going on. Like you, you in uh, season two, uh, this isn't really a spoiler, but... Maybe you'll see it that way. It was pretty widely announced uh, before the game got released, but you get a mech that you can transform into. Uh, and that mech can grab things and throw them at enemy ships. And there's so much stuff you can do with that. Like, you can grab an enemy and throw them into lava and kill them that way. You can rip a generator out of a wall and then throw it at an enemy, and then the sparks will disable its shield, and then you can switch to ship form and, and pick them off like that. You can... This is great. You can... There's a, a pretty 
complex stealth system in the game. Enemies have vision cones if you get into, then they find you and swarm you, uh, and your engines produce sound, which is represented by a circle that, that uh, expands from your ship the more you boost. Uh, but you can use a mech and grab onto a crate and then as long as you have that crate between you and an enemy, they won't charge you. So you can just like fling yourself through a crowd of enemies holding the crate between them and you. It's like really, really tense. Um, and it's not just like dumb tricks. Like it's like stuff you have to do to survive. And learning that stuff, like learning that, oh my God, I've been playing this game wrong this whole time. Uh, it was not only satisfying, it like totally changed the game and it made it uh, a way, way, way more enjoyable. Did you, uh, do you think there was enough... One of one of the things I think the main factors in determining how much I'm going to enjoy a roguelike or not is the connective tissue between the runs. How much is there? Um, and and I know this is a divisive point um, for 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 fans of this genre. But like for example, my personal favorite is uh, Rogue Legacy, which I mentioned before, because when you're in a run of Rogue Legacy, the things you're doing are actually like very impactful to your next run. It's almost like a progression system yeah. in a way that a lot of roguelikes don't uh, use. Do you feel like there was enough connective tissue in Galaxy, or or how did you feel about the, the sort of blueprints thing? Um, the... Uh, I, I, I think it's smart. I think it's really smart. It may not be what I would have preferred, but I, I like, game recognized game. They did some pretty smart shit with, with how they balance these systems um because no it doesn't lean quite as as hard on that idea as rogue legacy did and i love rogue legacy and that probably is my favorite roguelike game um just because of that that connective tissue like you said like everything you do in this run is going to benefit the next that's not exactly true in galaxy but it's also not you, you don't start from scratch every time so so um, obviously when you complete a season, you unlock a new season. That's a pretty big checkpoint, um, as, as far as roguelikes go. Um, when you start a new season, regardless of whether you died and you're restarting it or you are just moving on to the next one, you lose everything anyway. Um, so, so that's not really connecting. Um, one really, really smart thing that it does though, is it has this currency in the game called crash coins. And those are pretty rare drops, usually from bigger enemies. Um, if you have five of them when you die, you can immediately start over that episode um, that, that you died on, so you don't have to restart the entire season. You start from that episode, uh, you spend those five coins, and then all of your upgrades are stripped from you and hidden somewhere in the level. So you have to go on this like horrifying, horrifying stealth mission uh, because you you're at that point you're probably under leveled. You'll probably get you know destroyed if you try to fight anything. All the enemies spawn back in. So you have to like sneak through, find your stuff, and then keep keep going on with the mission. That's really that's like some of the most tense times I've had playing a video game in a really long time. Um, but if you finish a season with those crash coins, you immediately exchange them at the store, and you have a bunch of currency right there at the start that you can use to upgrade your ship. Um, one one bummer thing, like the only thing I think I would tweak in this system is that the upgrades that are sold by Crash, the vendor that you can access before and during each mission, um, his gear is randomized every time. And that, to me, feels like maybe one too many layers of, of um, 
randomization. Like yeah, I wish it really it, mutes the impact of collecting the blueprints. Right, like, it I, doesn't uh, feel like a concrete step forward that you've taken. Sure, like I I have a few laser upgrades. There are five different upgrade slots for your lasers. Like you can change them completely. And like I knew what I liked, and so when I found a blueprint or or pieces of a blueprint uh, for for an upgrade that I really liked using, like I got psyched. But then like. That's not a guarantee that I'll ever actually be able to buy it if Crash doesn't actually sell it. That's That, to me, is the only thing I would tweak. I wish it was more um, cumulative, like all of the upgrades that you had found blueprints for, you could you could buy. Because you still have to buy them, right? Like, you still right. have to get the currency to buy them. So now it's like, maybe you'll find it in a shop in the middle of a level, but you don't have the currency. Ah, shit. Like, they, it seems a little bit too punishing. But to, other than that one very small tweak, I think it actually handles the idea of, like, connectivity pretty well the only th- the other sort of headache i had with it is that if you stop playing mid-level then you have to restart the entire season that's a bummer but i mean that's what are you gonna insane. it's insane but what are you gonna do like if that that keeps that is the only way you prevent people from not quitting in the middle of the season and restarting if they die you know? i don't know it just drives me crazy to like like i i'm i'm 34 years old like i should be able to stop playing a video game whenever i want to like sure. I, I, the fact that like I'm penalized if I have to stop, like right. the fact that there's no, uh, I don't know, maybe a suspend state, something like that. Um, well, I mean, you can pause, you can pause you can the game. Pause. That's pause. good for the planet. Leave my PS4 running. No, thank you. Um, this game. I mean, is it's really... it, it's only in the middle of the episode, though, not in the middle of the season. Yeah, but if right? but you re- you don't restart the episode, you restart the entire season. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, uh, the game has really cool aesthetics. I like this sort of like nod to retro. Uh, uh, like, like there's a lot of aesthetic choices that feel very uh, authentic and 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 of a certain time. Yeah, that I thought really um, cool. And one one thing that I don't think has gotten enough praise: the physics system in the game is amazing. It, mm-hmm. it, there there is there are very few things more satisfying than boosting your ship towards a group of enemies. And then cutting off your boosters so they don't hear you and just kind of flying through them. Uh, and as long as you don't kick your boosters on again, they won't see you. But, like, they, there's a really, really, really great sense of momentum to, like, everything. Every every sort of movement that you can do. And you can do a lot of different things in the ship. Um, I, I, I feel like it's really, really, really satisfying. Um, so so the, does it come to any sort of, like, narrative conclusion at the end of the, the fourth um, season? Uh, or is, there, is it a cliffhanger? Or what, I like, would say should, so. Should people hold off, I guess, until the PC release? Or what do you think? I don't think so. No, I, I mean, it does. It, there, there is sort of a cliffhanger ending. There's sort of a confrontation that doesn't um, really happen earlier on. Um, there's a big boss fight. Like, it, it, it you, you get a, a payoff there, but it's obviously leaving the door open for Act 5. It doesn't feel like it just sort of, like, stops, right? Okay. You don't get the Veronica Mars ending, where it's like... <laughs> And then that's and then that's it. Oh, did you want more? Sorry, we forgot to make more. Shit. Sorry, that's on us. Uh, Griffin, thank you so much for talking with me about Galaxy. Do we not have any Twitter questions? Not a single person. I got two goofballs asked questions via email um, that that weren't about the game. So, well, what a couple of shot. what a couple of goofballs. Do you not want any pro tip? Do you not want any hot pro tips? Oh, that, that, that is trouble. actually a fine idea. I mean, I I. I haven't been having trouble. I've been doing a sick job, but like, what are your pro tips? What do you have for me? Maybe I can elevate my already very elevated game. You, um, you've been buying those shield, shield overcharges. 
I don't like spending money on transient upgrades. No, except it's not for, transient. It's not transient. It is the way I play is transient. <laughs> well, it, it, here's explain here's real thing. quick the shield upgrades. There's a there's a uh, an upgrade you can buy in the store, which again randomized. You may not get it, uh, but it's really cheap. It's like 150 salvage, which is nothing. Uh, you buy that, and then you have an extra point of shields. You start out each game with two points of shields and four points of hull. Shields recharge, hull doesn't. So uh, if you get that upgrade, then you get three points of shield, but if your shield ever disappears, then you lose the overcharge. Um, what's really great is you, you if you luck out and you can buy that upgrade twice, then you have four points of shield, and it's so easy to maintain that. It's so easy to stay alive when you're, when you're doing that. You never have to worry about losing your shield unless you, like, play really really dangerously so uh no i do just always always buy that always buy that don't buy missiles missiles drop like like um out the wazoo i don't like buying health and then finding a supply crate like 20 feet away that drives me crazy well just don't get hurt don't get um sorry don't ever get shot with lasers got it i guess that should be my first thing uh use bugs train train bugs don't ever kill them because they don't drop anything and and they don't really pose much of a threat to you salvage sometimes not as much, like a big ship's gonna drive like 100 salvage, a big bug is gonna drive like 10, but big bug, you fly near it, get it flying towards you, fly it into that big ship, it'll kill a big ship for you, and then you get 110 salvage. It's all math, it's basically math blaster. Yeah, game. it's basically just a math simulator. Okay, Griffin, thank you for the pro tips, I really appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, if you want more tips from Griffin, he's at Griffin McElroy and Polygon. Uh, I also made a, I made a Galaxy Tips video, so. Oh, well, you can just watch that on Polygon.com then. I'm gonna go watch that right now. Uh, but uh, I'm going to let you, the listener, go first. I won't subject you to uh, my uh, noises of comprehension. Hmm, good. Mm, good interesting. Tips. Interesting tips. Uh, but uh, thank you to you, Griffin. Thank you to Midroll for sponsoring our show. Um, we got a ton of other great stuff, including Galaxy Tips videos at Polygon.com, so go check that out. But until the next time, we have a game to talk about. My name is Justin McElroy, and you've been listening to Polygon's Quality Control. Quality Control.